Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast sponsored by Manscaped. I'm really excited to bring this week's episode to you guys. Did something out of the norm. This week, I got the chance to sit down with both former 49ers left tackle Joe Staley and former 49ers linebacker Patrick Willis, both together to talk a little bit about their playing days, to talk about this current 49ers team. Um, Got to talk about facing Alex Smith. Uh, Quite a few topics that we got to cover. And this is only a small portion of our interview it was it lasted probably about over an hour and a half. Just so many amazing stories between the two, so many memories. Um, you will have everything up on 49ers.com, but I wanted to make sure to give you guys a little snippet of uh, my discussion with both Joe Staley and Patrick Willis, as well as answering some fan questions, as we always do with the You Got Mail podcast. So with that, we're going to jump right into my discussion, Joe Staley and Patrick Willis. We're going to get this thing started, and of course, you got to break the ice somehow. So, do you guys have a favorite memory of one another? Mm-hmm. I, I got one. I got one. I, well, I got, I got plenty uh, with Joe. Um, one would have to be probably our the first time we ever showed up, and uh, we got drafted, um, and then showed up at the airport. I showed up right before he did, and they know the cameras are kind of in my face a little bit, and all of a sudden, they just disappeared off me and went to the big guy and went and started going behind me. And so I turn around, I see this big old tall kid from like, see this big old tall kid. I realized like that is Joe. And really like, I'll be honest, like I didn't realize we had, wait, I take that back. I think I knew we had drafted someone in this, uh, in the late first round, but I wasn't really sure. Cause that, I mean, I was still just ecstatic or whatnot. I was like, Oh man. And so it wasn't until I got to the, airport I mean I'm sorry when I got to the airport that I saw him in person I just saw his picture and I saw him in person I was like oh yeah he remind, you remind me one of them I, I call you guys them guys up that way like Nebraska like Central Michigan like all that I call you guys like like we're not even close oh yeah well I know I mean it's just, I know I know it's I know it's thousands like, of miles apart I know but I, but I still I still when I see you though man I, I, I was thinking like I was like man he, he like he could have played in Nebraska so could you just remind me one of them, them tough, like big and white? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, just, <laughs> just, I, said, I said, okay, like we we got one of them boys, <laughs> and so I mean, it, it it panned out. And outside of that, it would just be Joe, honestly, man, like just uh, going to practice every day and just seeing how man you would go and practice, and then to see you in the game, uh, balling out the way you did, especially when you would get to uh, catch some passes. Like that, that was always awesome because I know you loved. I know you was a tight end, and it's nothing like you know getting that opportunity to, you know, showcase that, that skills or whatnot. So he had plenty of times where he did that, and very very big plays in the game too. So I remember him like yes, yes. Like they they kept they kept the ball going. I mean, ain't gotta go back out on the field. So um, so yeah, man. Anything that brought me glory, I was really excited about. Attention on me. Mine about Pat was. I honestly was like, I'll get sentimental. Like Pat set such a standard so early for our football team. It's and for me, it set like, there was two guys really. It was like Frank Gore, who was a dude that showcased. I mean, he was like the way to work for me. Like I watched his work ethic, how he was, but then Pat set such a standard of like, you can be super successful really, really early in the NFL. And he, he set that standard for me to try to chase and it's like what it takes. And 
the talent level that he had and the way that he was every single day and the, practice, the way he practiced every single day. And then everybody knows, I mean, we were all there watch, watching and witnessing what he was doing on the football field. Um, but, you know, I think the thing I really appreciated about Pat was that it was from day one a super uh, serious business job to him. Like, it was like he wanted to be great. This is what he wanted to do. And this is the way he approached every single day was to accomplish that goal. Um, so I've always, I mean, that's stuff I always remember about Pat is like he really set the standard for the whole football team. Hey Joe, man, I, I appreciate it, man. I, it's been, and this is the first time that we've we've like actually like chatted like since you know retirement or whatnot. Since I retired and I was since he had since he's retired now and whatnot. And so just to hear that, man, I really appreciate it because that's the only thing I always told myself. I was like, you know, there always be opinions of who people think are the best players ever played. But for me, as long as my teammates one day when we look back, they can say like, you know what? This guy came to work every day, like practicing games or not. Then I can I can say to myself, like, I feel like I, 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 I gave the game, like, you know, what I had. And so to hear you, like, say that, man, I really, really appreciate it. So uh, thank you. And again, I was just saying, like, man, just seeing where, like, I'm like, so we came in the first, what, the first four seasons, and it wasn't so good, man. We got there just, you know, going at it and practicing hard, and to see to see you like you know just yourself like you was professional from day one as well like it wasn't the moment where i ever thought like man like <laughs> why you know why we got this guy or or like man do we get the right one i'm not one to you know judge someone but you can see players or whatnot and joe was one of the ones that i was like i'm glad we have him and then just to see him work um the way they he did and then just in, in games man like i i'm telling you joe like it wasn't the time man that whether it was a block and one particular was that Alex played. Like, I still, to this day, like, like you had so many, like, amazing blocks, but that block when you blocked for Alex um, in the um, – That Saints game. Uh, yeah, that Saints game, man. Like, one, that was just a big game personally for me because, you know, that, that big play that happened. But then just to see you guys go down the field and do that, but then remember that play, like, remembering you throwing that block, and then just made me think, like, man, I'm glad this guy's on our team. So – it was cool. We had a good foundation. You know, we had a good group of guys that came in that were young and hungry and all worked the right way. Um, yeah. That's what I about that face of like, you know, guys like you, Frank, um, you know, Delaney, um, you know, Justin comes in. I mean, everybody just everywhere is just like good dudes. Alex, you know, worked the right way. Um, we're super serious about football. It's a matter of time for us to kind of take off. Yeah, yeah. I Often I I felt like maybe I'm, I'm sorry, can I'm be taking it off to the left, but what you were saying one night, like when it when it took off in that 2000, uh, I want to jump ahead, but yeah, when it took off, man, it was a it was a a, a ride that you know when people said, man, when they were trying to after I retired, they're like you should come back, you should come back, you should come back, and I was like, listen, like. I did. I, I I invest. I gave the game all I had to the point where you saw how much I would talk about my feet, but it was that point where I was like. I was like, man, listen, we had four amazing seasons one night to top it off. And I think the sun is setting on me now and it's time to like to walk on the way. But when we started out and then when we took off, man, like shh. <laughs> that was some fun winning, like winning, man. So I like I, I was able, I was happy to see you go out. Well, no, it wasn't the last it wasn't the very last year, it was the year before. Uh Wait. No, I retired, yeah, I retired last year. So that 
that's yeah, super. See, like, yeah, I was excited, man, to see you see you go back, and I was rooting for Another you. Loss. No, it was like so. <laughs> then I was like, man, he go he gonna get it, man. He, I said, this is it, y'all gonna get the ring, man. I said he gonna get the rocket for both of us because you know I'm, I always felt like I was still there with you guys or not. I, I, I felt like I felt like I had to be a representation for all those guys that we played with during those years. I mean, in 2012 to win it. And never did. And I was like, this is going to be one for everybody. And I, started, <laughs> I saw Frank right after the game. He was in our locker room right after the game. Mm-hmm. I, I like cried like a, a child. I was like, I'm so sorry, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> he was <Man>. like, <laughs> Wait, you guys, this is, honestly, this is so great. And I'm so glad that, I, like, I can't believe this is like the first time you guys have really had like a conversation since both of you guys have been retired. We've seen each other a couple of times. We don't, you know, you know, football guys don't like just talk about football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Manscaped, the official grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. But I didn't expect this to be so long, but it's been really good responses. So I'm going to try to rush through this very last part. It's all fan submitted questions. So I'm going to start off with a question Lightning round? Lightning round. Lightning round. Question from Vile X Empire wants to know what's your guys' favorite 49ers uniform? Uh, they're all white that we wore last year. The throwbacks. throwbacks. I did, I would have said that I would have said the, the all black uniforms, but I didn't get a chance to play in the all black uniforms, but um I would have said that. Even though even though that was Navarro and I idea about bringing those black uniforms in FYI Joe, because me and me and me and Bo talked to Talked to uh, John uh, one game. We was like, you know, it'd be nice. I think it was after a Green Bay game. He's like, it'd be nice. He said, what do you think about us, you know, having some all-black jerseys? And whatnot, Bo was, like, mentioning it to him. And I was like, yeah. I said, man, some all-black jerseys. He's like, all right, you know, I, you know, we have to see. You know, and so then all of a sudden I retired. And all of a sudden they have all-black jerseys on Monday night. I'm like, I'm like oh, <laughs> man. So I would have loved to have played in that, in that jersey. But my frame would probably just be – uh, the red, uh, uh, not the, I'm going to say the original Reebok, but not that one. That that jersey looked kind of, <laughs> looked kind of rinky-dinky a little bit. But it was, it was, yeah, it had been like, it had been like the red ones that we wore like maybe 2012 or Monday night game, that, that real solid, just maybe the home game red, like just that, just sweet red or not, so. Okay, all right. Next question. Press Fail wants to know what's the most interesting conversation you guys have ever had with an opponent in between plays? I have, I don't have an answer. I don't. I don't. Um, mine would be Marsh Marshawn. Like Marshawn Lynch is the only person I know. I don't. I don't like talking to the opposite teams when you're playing. Like I just feel like, man, listen, you make the play, you get up, you get the call, you gotta do it again. Marshawn, I had this thing about he be wanting to talk to you all the time. Like literally, you just finish tackling him or trying to tackle him. And he'd get up, he'd be like, so, so Pat, man, so what's going on? I was like, bro, quit talking to me, man. Like, I don't have nothing to say to you. He'd be like, oh, so you're going to be like that? Like, he'd be trying to talk to me as he walking past me or whatnot, going back. He'd be trying to have a conversation. I just act like a, a little kid, like, you don't see him. So you just turn and show him, like, man, I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm trying to get the play. And he's steady talking. He'd be talking so much. I'd be like, oh, don't talk to me, man. I ain't got nothing to say. He's like, oh, so it's like that. You can't talk to me. And I'm like, no, nah, man. So after the game, they had to be like, bro, why are you all be trying to talk to me, man? During the game, I don't have nothing 
to say to you, I'm trying to take your head off, so I stop talking to me. And that was, he was the one person that was usually like the, the, the player I remember most, like trying to have conversations. Outside of that, yeah, that was, that was about it was doing Marshawn. Got one, Joe, or no? No, I honestly didn't talk much on the football field. It was more of like communication just to, to the guys, and I was kind of worried about like doing our own thing. Um, and, and, and if we were talking, it was never like, there's not a lot of actual trash talk that goes out in the football field, like they think is in movies and stuff, at least not, never on my end. It was like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> how you been? Like, or hey, you know, what's up? It's, it's nothing like it's like what Marshawn does. It's not like I'm coming for you next play. Like all that Hollywood stuff that you hear, like in the movies and stuff. It's not like that. So yeah, I tell you what, Joe, you should have been on our defensive side dealing with uh, what's his face. One of the guys I uh, what's his name uh, Incognito. What's his name Richie? Oh, Richie. maybe it was just maybe it was just us. Man, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say this, Boone Boone did trash talk. That's real. Boone was here. Boone was. <laughs> he would just laugh at him. He would trash talk a ton. Yeah, hey, I'm like Boone, man. Like, stop talking, man. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Boone was the one that I remember from y'all from from my offense that would always be doing all that just just extra. He'd be like that in practice too, though. Like yeah. talking to us like that in practice, and I'd be like Boone, like no, nah, man, not don't talk to us like that because. <laughs> we destroy you over here. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was good. Good, good. Okay. Um, Joe, a question to you from Reaper Remix said, who is the tough the toughest person that you've had to line up against? Um, I'd say probably Demarcus Ware during the course of my career. Um he was just a hard matchup for me. I just never had a clean game against him. I played probably four times against him and it was never like a – never felt real good about the performance every week. He was just really unique as far as what he did. The game that I was the most, like, psyched out was when I played Strahan, Michael Strahan, my rookie year, his last year. And it was completely just a mental thing for me. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going against Michael Strahan. Like, this is the guy I watched as a kid. It was like my third game, fourth game in the NFL. So I completely like mentally psyched myself out, had a miserable game. Learned a valuable lesson there, though. Um, you got to win the game between your ears first. So, that um, but Demarcus Ware, 100%, I think. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped, the official grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. Question for both of you. Zachary Greer said, what was your favorite play of all time in your careers? Uh, favorite play of all time in my career would be, <clears throat> would probably be the, um, Either the probably the interception against uh, Seattle because it was the one time that I was able to kind of like a moment maybe a Joe had a few times when you would catch the get you a catch the pass or whatnot you feel like you got to be a tight end again or whatnot and feel like you had some kind of you could show some of your athletic skills and that's how I felt when I got the interception I remember telling myself I was like this is it I'm gonna have a chance to show that like I was running back in high school like I was. 
you know, da 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 da. And I was like, Here, here's my opportunity. So it would probably been that play along with a couple other ones, but probably that one uh, for sure. Um, my favorite play, I probably wasn't even the play that I was involved in, but I think one of my most memorable plays for me was like when we played in 2012 against Atlanta, had that big comeback on the road to go to the Super Bowl. And th that play came down to the final play to let us know if we were going to go to the Super Bowl or not. And just seeing that play go in our favor, uh, run on the field, just the emotion of that was really cool. Um, last year, going to the Super Bowl and that NFC Championship game was fun, but it was like we destroyed them. So there wasn't like a moment in that game where it was like one play for everything. Um, that was a good memory. There's a lot. I mean, I, I love playing football, so there's a lot of cool, cool memories. I mean, throughout the years, just playing the game and playing with a lot of cool people like Pat and a lot of guys down the road that, you know, got to develop cool friendships with and spare, uh, share some special memories with. So those are more than anything what I remember, not just like a particular play or something, just the playing the game that you love since you know, you're eight years old and doing it for your life. All right. Last fan question from Highs. Best teammate you guys have ever played alongside, and you guys cannot say, which I would assume is Frank and Bo. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, for me, I would probably say, uh, I've had a lot of, like, a lot of them, and Takeo would probably be, like, Takeo's price would probably be right up there, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, truly say, uh, Alex Smith. Like, I, I, I know, um, you know, and to see what he's, to see what he's doing now, considering everything he's been through, before he ever even had the, the major injury that he's, that he's coming back from now, you know, he dealt with some at the Niners and then just the whole quarterback situation but then just along with that along along with seeing him when I came in as a rookie you know all that he was going through like because I like wasn't the best I mean we had to go out and get guys like Joe and and you know kind of try to build up around him but to see all that he went through and then this to to see it then to be his teammate though I didn't talk to him you know every day it was something about how he carried himself like just his presence like he wouldn't didn't walk around angry, didn't walk around, he was too good. He was always just like cool, man. Like I always admired him. Like though I probably you know never had a chance to tell him, but he'd probably be right up there along with, you know, Joe. Um just got and I pay attention to like the again, I'm an energy I always say I'm an energy frequency vibration type of guy. And so you can take, you know, take the color off or the pigment off or not. And it's all about, you know, the essence that you're giving off or not. And Alex, you know, is one of those ones. Given all that he went through, the lows, the highs, he was always just, I mean, right there. And I always say, instead of being too far to the right, too far to the left, find that nice middle pillar. And I feel like he fitted that really, uh, really well. So, um, For me, I have so many teammates that, like, I could say. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys that I really, really enjoyed our time with. Um, I mean, just I could go down a whole list of like people that were like, hey, we had a great time because you really had a great time in the locker room and you were funny and I really enjoyed spending time with him or like, you know, so-and-so because, you know, you were the professional that I really looked to and the guy that was really like a leader for the football team or so-and-so because of all this. So 
instead of naming one person, I'm going to take the easy route and say that there are a lot of guys there were because I don't want to diminish someone else's impact that had that uh, they had on my life um, by saying this is my absolute favorite. Um, I concur with Joe then. Joe, I'm with you uh, on that then. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that because I'm 100% like Alex. Super inspirational dude. And one of my absolute favorite, favorite guys, favorite human beings, favorite teammates I've played with. Um, there's not a wrong answer. I just, um, you know, if I say Alex, then you know, I could say Daniel Kilgore because we had so much fun together. Thank you. Um, no. I could say, you know, Frank or I could say Pat. And I could say, you know, I really enjoyed the last three years I spent with Sherman. Um, when I go down the list, you know, obviously everybody knows me and Mike McGlinsey's relationship was really cool. Um, you know, playing with Lakin was awesome. Mikey Potty was great. Like, there's just so many guys that I could go down the list. So uh, I was really fortunate to play with a lot of cool people and make a lot of cool friendships. That's what happens when you're on the 10-year wall. All right. Last thing oh, before great. we go, you brought it up, Pat, and that's Alex Smith, uh, 49ers hosting the Washington football team this week um, with his journey and you guys' familiarity with him. Um, what do you make of just his career, his way to make it back to the field despite that crazy injury? Wow, I didn't. I, I didn't know you was going to end with him. I would have. I would have saved. I would have saved that. Then uh, I mean, it would just go back to go back on what I just said. Um, just to see, um, you know, what he's doing now. Uh, just his journey. Um, I mean, man, you know, I almost don't even have the words. Just, you know, I just, my eyes are just like this, like, wow. Uh, that's probably all I can say is just, wow, Nikki, you know, go uh, different ways. But I'm, I'm happy to see him doing uh, doing well. And, again, anytime you know, know a person well, that you play with and then kind of, like, you know, spend some time with them when I you always wish them well. And so I'm happy for his success. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Alex is incredibly inspirational, dude. Um, it doesn't, like Pat said, doesn't surprise me in the least that he was able to overcome this crazy challenge that he had in front of him for the last two years and get to the position where he's at right now. Um, you know, it's really cool are playing the 49ers, but it's really cool to root for a guy like him because of his demeanor, the person that he is, how much he's overcome, and um, to see him do well. I mean, he's not just out there playing football. I mean, he's he's won games. He's just beat an undefeated football team last week. Uh, he's playing really well. He's playing really good quarterback for him, and um, just really happy for everything, especially that he and his family have gone through. His will, um, great example for his children, and um, that you can, you know, overcome anything as hard as it might seem in the moment. You know, just take it day by day, and he's a real inspiration to a lot of people. So, I wish him well. Even though he's playing the Niners this week, I, I really hope to see him do well. <laughs> If you liked what you heard, there is more to come. There's more on 49ers.com. We also have, uh, they gave some Pro Bowl shout outs. What players have caught their eye? Uh, Joe Staley talked about Mike McGlinchey, Trent Williams. Uh, Patrick Willis, of course, had a lot to say about Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw and the path that they're on. Um, but we'll have all of that up on 49ers.com. Thanks for listening to this week's You've Got Mail podcast sponsored by Manscaped. And we'll catch you guys next week. Uh -huh.